Evening.O podcast in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Odd Jedi Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, the fucking tired but highly caffeinated Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad Out. You can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and at Odd Dad Out on all the social medias and, of course, in the Oddballs Facebook group. Uh, I need to do more in there. And this is the show where I ramble and rant and tell you about whatever the hell's going on in my life. And maybe I'll talk about some news and maybe I'll tell you about some podcast or whatever the hell I decide I'm going to talk about today. <sighs> Man. Well, I already told you. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> How are you? Uh, have your kids gone back to school yet? Because mine did. Yeah. Actually, they just, they started on Wednesday. And fuck. <laughs> So the thing about when you live in central Arizona, like I say I live in Phoenix. I don't technically live in Phoenix. I live in like the suburbs to the suburbs to the suburbs to Phoenix. It's just easier to say I live in Phoenix. When you live in Phoenix, the start of the school year is technically in the middle of the fucking summer. Like geo, you know, geographically speaking and like seasonally, you know, calendar year and seasons and all that shit. It's technically in the middle of the summer. It's mid-August. Where is it mid It's beginning of August. It's still fucking summer. It's 110 degrees outside when I'm picking the boys up from school. And fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. So Wednesday was the first day of school. And, you know, we, we load everybody up. And my wife always takes the day off, first day back of school so that she can go with us and that she gets to take them to school on the first day and she'll be there and she goes with me to pick them up in the afternoon to just kind of get that first day, you know, the, the, Hey, how was your first day? How do I do all that stuff? And you need to see them off. And so we did that and <laughs> it, it's, ah oh man, this year it, traffic is Holy crap. That all I, oh, it's, it's just been a bitch. Traffic. We just did spent, we literally spent half our day Wednesday in traffic, not just at school, but some other stuff. And I'll get to that. But the thing about the boys school is that they have been continually expanding since the boys started there. I think at the time they started at the school, they had just expanded from three uh, classes per grade level to they they'd started basically building out and they started with kindergarten and first grade, I believe, at the same time. So they went from three to five classes per grade level and then basically expanded every year from there. So then the next year they added second grade, went from three to five, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade as the boy in this wall when Damien started at that school. So he's always had, for all of his classes, five classes per grade level. The school goes kindergarten through eighth grade. It's got a middle school attached. Well, the problem with that is every year, 
it basically they're opening it up to more and more students, which is a great idea if you didn't sit in a location that has very restrictive traffic. The front of the school is on a relatively busy, it's not, it's not a main uh, street. It's not like one of the big, big cross, like big, big major boulevard or something like that. But it's like a secondary street. It's not, you know, a tiny little back neighborhood. The school is not tucked back in a neighborhood. It is out on a a semi-busy street. And it is basically surrounded on two sides by residential and the other two sides by commercial. So there's a lot of traffic. And, well... There's not a lot of parking and the drop off pickup line situation in the last five years has greatly changed, we'll say. Whereas when we first started with the boys at this school, everybody would line up along the front and you go around to the back side of the building where the pickup line is and you pull into the parking lot from there. And as the school expanded, this line, this line would go around the corner from the back because you, you'd enter the parking lot in the back and you would go and it would wrap all the way around up that big main street and you'd probably go a half mile down. At three in the afternoon, you've got a mile or a half mile long of people lined up on it, basically taking up the entire right lane because even though you'd pull off to the side, you're basically still blocking the right lane. And so eventually, I don't know if the city told them, hey, you got to change your path because you're blocking traffic or whatever. But after a couple of years, they said, hey, we're changing the direction of pickup line. Full on change the direction. So now you have to come from the other direction entirely. And instead of everybody's making a right turn around here and you make a right turn into the parking lot and you pick your kid up, you go around, you come back out, you make a right turn and go out, and everything is a nice, happy line. It was very clean. It was one of the, as as much as the, it was a pain in the ass for graphic. It was a very clean line. Came up, you turned right, you went in, you turned right, you went in, and I realize for all of my listeners who live in other parts of the world, I'm in America, we drive on the right-hand side of the road, so you always stay, you're staying off to the side. No, you never have to cross traffic. <laughs> Just getting that out there to realize, hey, if you're somebody who is in a left lane driving country, you know, left side of the road and all that, you're like, what the fuck are you on the right side for? No. Anyway. <laughs> and I realize you probably, I didn't need to say any of that because you were aware that and all of the Americans and right side of the road shit and all that, but just saying. It didn't need to be said, but I said it anyway. So anyway, yeah, you just it's it's all staying to one side and you have to make a nice, nice, neat, clean line. And now we have to come up from the other side of the neighborhood, from the residential side, basically. And so we have to go, when we're coming in, we have to go all the way back through the neighborhood and come back and through these little back residential streets, which are now completely blocked up because these aren't major roads. These are tiny little 
uh, residential streets, which are now completely backed up with school traffic. And the thing is, the school doesn't sit that far back into the neighborhood. So when, like I said, the commercial traffic coming from the major roads that are basically a block off are all trying to come in to get to their businesses through their basically regular routes. <laughs> like, hey, I have to come through here to get to my business that's right here. They are getting stuck with all of this school traffic. And then you have all, and it's like landscaping companies and things like that that are all along <laughs> this area. Well, now we're all fighting with this because we're sitting here basically stuck. We're sitting here parked almost in this now two mile long car line going from the school all the way back through this neighborhood across two other intersections. And in the last couple of like it, they changed it up last year to this. And I don't know if it's just because of the expansion of the school. Or if everybody just got stupid over the summer or COVID lockdowns or whatever, everybody forgot how to go through car line. But for whatever reason, when we go to drop the kids off in the morning, we've got cars coming from a million different directions. We've still got people coming from the old direction, coming from the other side of the building, trying to get into the parking lot. Like you haven't been able to pull in from that side of the building for two years, but people are still trying to come up that way and make that right hand turn into the parking lot. Like you haven't been able to do that in years, just like back when you would come in from that side of the parking lot, people would try and come from the other side that we come from now. And it's like, nope, you got to go around. <laughs> you have to come. The line is over there. Now the line is over here. Make up like one, make up your mind. Fine. This is the direction, but you know, what direction you're supposed to be coming from, you can't cut in line by going the other direction. They're just not going to let you in. They don't. And now that line is two miles long. Congratulations. You should have shown up earlier. All that to say, in the morning, it is a nightmare. Because I don't know if it's different parents in the morning than or in the afternoon, but in the morning, it is a bitch and a half of everybody trying to get through that last intersection that is the closest to the school, you know, that there's probably, you know, the, the street that it's on where the main line of traffic is, you know, you're in line to go to the school that goes on for like a mile. Well, the cross traffic of that intersection is people trying to get in and basically kind of jumping the line. I, I, I and I'll say, that's the way I go in. So it's kind of jumping the line. But we're all in line. We're all sitting. We're just sitting in different positions in line. And But it's, it's just a nightmare. And it was not like this in the past. It wasn't like this the last two years. And for some reason, and I have to assume it's because of the expansion of this school, there's so much more traffic now in the morning than there's ever been and it's just a, like, I never had to wait in line at that, that particular intersection. I've never had a problem going through that intersection and just going to the school, drop the kids off in the morning. It's not a problem. But so far, every day, 
I have to get up and we're sitting there and sitting there in line at the intersection just to get in line to go to school. And I'm like, where the fuck are all these people from? It's just ridiculous how many more cars there are right now. And up to this point, in the, they haven't even started kindergarten yet. They let kindergarten start late. Kindergarten hasn't even started yet. Like, What's going to happen when all five classes worth of kindergartners start in another couple of days? What the fuck's going to happen then? Because that's that many more kids. There's, what's it, 24, 25 kids, five classes. So we're looking at another 100, 100 and 150 kids, depending on how many classes there are, I forget. So we're looking probably another 100 cars in the morning. The fuck? <laughs> it's crowded now. And then in the afternoon, and this, I will say, first day. I feel bad for them on the first day, kind of, because on one hand, they did not give us any information about pickup lines or anything this this year. Before, they were flooding us with emails and texts and, and videos, and during Meet the Teacher, they beat that shit into you. This is how pickup works. This is how drop-off works. Here's where you go. If you have middle school children and elementary school children, you go here. If you only have middle school children, you go here. If you only have elementary, you go here. Here are the times. Here's when you need to be there. If you are picking up for middle school and you are early, we will kick you to the back of the line. That's always been a, I, I appreciate that rule. If you show up because middle school gets out later and we're like, middle school doesn't get out till 315. If you show up at 245 for middle school, we're kicking your ass to the back of the line because that is elementary. <laughs> That's elementary pickup. Get your ass to the back of the line. Anyway, we show up on the first day. We've got a middle schooler now. Granted, they moved the middle school age, but he was in middle school last year, but that was a whole other thing. COVID rules and last year school doesn't count. But Charlie's in seventh grade now. So now we have to pick them all up later at middle school time. Fine, that means I get to not leave so damn early. But I know the line is so long. We leave at 2.45 to pick the boys up at 3.05. That's when middle school lets out. We're like, okay, I know the line's going to be a pain, but in its first day, so it's going to be tough. I go, we get in line. This line is two and a half miles long. I'm like, shit, and I go all the way to the end and all the way to the end. And I have now reached a nut where I'm basically went from the one, the like secondary major street that the school is on all the way to the next full blown major cross street, two miles away. And the line is wrapping around the corner back up onto another major street. I'm like fucking hell to the point where I can't like stop in this street and turn around and just get in line, I have to go basically all the way back around, go back around the block and come back around. And by the time I've gotten there, the line is about 20 cars longer than it was when I initially saw it because of everybody else that's had to, that's joined the line in the meantime, while I've had to drive all the fucking way around the block again. By the time we 
basically this line made it from the school all the way two miles up around the block and back up another mile of pickup line while it's 111 degrees outside. My van started giving me heat warnings because we just sat there for so long. The battery started draining because we're not moving. The air conditioner, I don't know what the system did or what was going on. Somewhere in there, the electrical system overheated and my air conditioner stopped working because we were sitting there for two hours. We left at 2.45. We did not make it home until almost 5 o'clock. It was a nightmare. And of course, as as always happens, we get an email at the end of the day. It was like five thirty, six o'clock. And we could guarantee we did not get the boys. We did not pick up the boys from the school until four forty. If you remember, they got out at three oh five. We did not make it to the front of the line to pick them up until four forty. So we know. Looking at the line behind us, there were people who did not get their kids until after five o'clock. Holy fuck. (laughs) And again, by the time we had gotten up to the front of the line, I'm getting warnings like from my van lights are coming on saying, you know, battery heat danger. My air conditioner has stopped working. So I've had to roll all the windows down because for some reason, the 110 degrees it is outside breeze is cooler than the air coming out of my air conditioning vents. And let me just say the boys were none too happy when they finally did get in the car and there was no air conditioning. But we get the email at the end of the day and they're like, we apologize for the everything that happened. And basically everything that possibly could have gone wrong did. There was at one point while we were finally moving our way up through the car line, a, t- a car died in the lane. So a tow truck was in the middle of the lane t- removing this car. That's, you know, slowing things down, blocking traffic. They use a an app to check in and make sure the right people are picking up kids and they're getting them all checked out. And they know what kids are, you know, whose parents are here and where are they in line and when to send them out and to go, you know, to the pickup line, all that stuff. The app crashed. The whole system, their system crashed in the middle of everything. And so they couldn't tell what kids, what parents were there to pick up what kids. Then, because, you know, there's us with our app, we're checking in and they have their system on their end where they're seeing who's checked in and their system crashed. Once they got that back up and running, the iPads and the the devices they used for checking everybody in and making sure they'd gotten the right kids matched up with the right cars. Did I mention it's 110 degrees and they've been out there for several hours? Their devices overheated and they couldn't tell who was checked in and who wasn't because they couldn't read the screens because they overheated. Fun. (laughs) Mix that in with a ton of new teachers who aren't familiar with the drop-off pickup procedures And again, they have not up to this point communicated the drop-off pickup procedures with the parents 
So all of these new parents from the expansion of the new grades and all the stuff. And they're, I think at this point, they've finally expanded all the way up through eighth grade to five classes per grade level. So we now have so many more parents who don't have a fucking clue what they're doing with the pickup line. And the apps are crashing. And there's shit blocking traffic. And it's hot as balls. Uh, that, it was the most miserable time ever. And it was just the first day. <laughs> uh, you know what's, and what sucked? That wasn't even our only experience being stuck in school traffic. Because since my wife had taken the day off. We decided, hey, we're going to go and do some running around because we never get to do running around. She works all day. I'm home like, and all that. So like she was home for the day. She's like, hey, can we go to Michael's? There's some stuff I want to get. I need to get some uh, hooks for this. And I want to get a basket for some cat toys. And because like, we got a bunch of cat toys and they're all over the damn room. It's like, hey, we're going to need a basket for all the cat toys so they're not everywhere. And some other stuff. Well, you know, it's Michael's. We'll just wander around. Uh, you know, craft supplies. Well, we go to Michael's and we're like, oh, hey, uh, let's grab lunch while we're out. Uh, I stopped at Walmart because I recently purchased uh, Zelda, the Breath of the Wild for the Switch, which, yes, I realize it's like a three or four year old game. I don't care. It's also one of the, like, everybody says, this is the game to have. This was still full. It's still basically a full priced game, like four years later. It only recently went from like 60 or $70 down to 50 It's that game. You know, this is the game if you have the Switch that everybody's like, this is the game to get the Switch for, is this this massive open world Zelda game that it, they've, it's been compared to Skyrim in a lot of cases. And apparently if you take, you know, at the time it came out, Skyrim was this massive game and it was like one of the biggest open world games and it was huge. Apparently the map for Breath of the Wild is one and a half times the size of Skyrim. So huge. I have, I still have not in about two weeks. I still have not even crossed the entire map of this game. I'm, I'm still in a very tight area and I'm probably going to stay there for a while. But like this, this game is so massive and I've spent way too much time playing it and I feel like I haven't done shit. <laughs> and looking up some of the people that were like you can stay in the starting area of this game for 60 hours and still not do everything that's in that area and I'm like fuck <laughs> this is too much but at the time I purchased this game I was like well I want to get that but Skyrim for the Switch is also available and we were joking earlier about getting Skyrim for the Switch because it's the HD version, it's got all of the, what used to be the downloadable extras and, and everything. So all that's included in this version and it's the HD version and it's for the Switch. So we can play it on the Switch, you know, mobile or whatever, you know, how a Nintendo Switch plays. And so we're like, I, but I want Zelda. We already own Skyrim on the Xbox. So we don't need it for the Switch. And then I tell my wife and I get Zelda and she's like, why didn't you get Skyrim? 
I was like, I don't care about Zelda. I want Skyrim. So I'm like, fine. <laughs> so I go, get, so I end up going to get Skyrim for her while we're out running these errands. And we go pick up lunch and we're coming home and we turn into our neighborhood. And it's Wednesday. It's about noon. I'll take it back. It's about 1145. And we turn down the street into the neighborhood to go home. And there is a metric fuck ton of cars blocking the road. And we don't know why, other than the fact that there is a school in our neighborhood. So we look it up. Come to find out. And I'll say, there were actually already, because they had started Monday, there were already complaints in the neighborhood Facebook groups about the school pickup line and how long it was taking. And the traffic it was causing. Well, apparently on Wednesdays, they get out at noon. They have a half day Wednesdays. It was Wednesday. Every road into the neighborhood was blocked with traffic going for pickup line. We sat there with our Burger King (laughs) for probably 30 minutes. We And there was a handful of cars who were just like, I just want to get the fuck out of this car line. I'm trying to go home. I'm not going to the school. And like people like us, there were a few other cars. We jumped into the, the shoulder and drove up. We were trying to get out of car line. Like, we're not part of car line. We're part of go the fuck home line. And the thing about it is this school always has police uh, traffic control. So almost every intersection and every entrance to this school has police there directing traffic because it's a really big school and there's really complicated traffic. Which we did finally hear today that they're going to start doing at the boys' school, which is great. Hopefully it'll make the mornings a little easier to deal with. Nevertheless, we're sitting here, we're having to navigate a portion of our neighborhood after the police finally let all of the people who didn't belong in Carline out and let us go through the back the neighborhood we had to re-navigate this whole other back section of our neighborhood that we've never been in before to get around to the back side basically the next major road over we had to basically go all the way out and around our entire neighborhood and come in the back way and we ran into the other side of the car line there basically the same problem that we have At our boys' school, they were having at noon on a Wednesday. (laughs) Except their car line was backed up probably a mile in all four directions. Fuck this shit. (laughs) I'm never leaving the house around lunchtime on a Wednesday because I can't get out. I will even say, tonight leaving um, in the afternoon to go pick up the boys for school in the afternoon... I had to cross their car line that mile away from this school. We don't live that close to that school. Their car line still extends about a mile out. And I had to cross them so I could go pick up the boys this afternoon. Holy fuck. Ah, it was like just so much time spent in the cars. Yesterday was just all morning, pick dropping the boys off. 
have all the running around, stuck in the fucking car line for a school that's not even ours, <laughs> trying to get the fuck out of the part of the neighborhood we don't know, <laughs> sitting there for two hours in the afternoon. I will say, fortunately, when I went to go drop the boys off for school this morning, my air conditioner was working again. So whatever, I, I, I seriously think it just overheated. I honestly think that the system just overheated sitting there, you know, stationary for two hours in 110 degrees. But whatever. It started running again this morning, so we're good there. But so much stuck in cars, sweating, miserable, bleh, to the point that by the time we got home and everything, we were all just so miserable and tired of being in cars and everything that we just took like a quick straw poll. Hey, who wants to skip karate class tonight? (laughs) Nobody wanted to go just even the getting in the car to go to class there. Everyone was just so tired and drained. We're like, no, we'll, we'll skip it tonight (laughs) because we didn't get home until almost five o'clock. It was ridiculous. Like by the time we got home, I had to get ready to go to work. And like we were going to stop and we're like, oh, it's the first day of school. We'll just like grab tacos and they can tell us about the day. Like, I didn't have time to stop at Taco Bell to after we got home. That's how late we got home. It was ridiculous. So yeah, <laughs> fucking car line, man. I didn't expect to go on this long about car line and school pickup and shit. But yeah, I, I will say it, it's gotten better. They fixed the app situation in the afternoon, but it's still a bitch. And there were still, you know, tons of emails after the second day of, hey, if you have these kids, they need to go here. And please do not show up too early. If you're middle school students, uh, you know, don't show up during elementary's car line because you're, you know, you're clogging up the line for other parents that are actually there on time and stuff like that. And so, yeah, oh. It's been a fun time, but it's also been weird because now suddenly the boys are back at school again and it doesn't feel the same as it did when they were at school last year, like the the little bit of time where they were at school at the end of last year where they were on campus. It doesn't feel the same. I don't know why it's, it's, it's kind of weird, like getting up, like I have to get up at six o'clock and Maybe it's because, no, it's like she was working from home at that point. She's been working from home for over a year. You know, she, you know, we get up, I have to get up at six, six thirty, get them up. We're out the door before seven. I don't know. It, it feels different this time. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, maybe it's because we're, it's like we're resuming normal, I guess, because we're back on the same sort of day schedule. Um, you know, they're going in when they go, you know, before, during the, the late year, uh, at the end of the year, last year, when they were on campus, they were only going for four days and their day was actually longer. They got out later and now they're back to, you know, seven thirty start time and they're out before three o'clock and all that. But now it's like, I don't know. It just feels weird. It feels different now. I don't know why, but fuck (laughs) still got to get up fucking early and take the boys to school and i still have yet to be smart enough when i come home 
to just go the fuck back to sleep, <laughs> which I should be doing. I should be going back to sleep. I shouldn't be sitting here right now. Um, I shouldn't be sitting here recording right now, but that's because I'm not smart. <laughs> no, it's because I really hate missing shows and I don't want to miss a show when I have the opportunity and the time to record, to sit down and share my bullshit and talk about traffic for a half an hour. <laughs> but yeah, motherfuck, man. <laughs> that's all I can say. Son of a bitch. It's been a hell of a week and it's like yeah the week's basically over by the time you're hearing this hell by the time i'm recording this the week's pretty much over but fuck i hope everything settles down for school because that's been a bitch and it's just getting used to it again i think i think that's the big thing you know it's going to be getting getting used to the waking up getting them ready getting out, you know, getting out the door and then coming home and getting the sleep I need to get and getting, you know, housework done, laundry, dishes, you know, sweeping, mopping, taking care of the dogs, you know, all that shit, all the stuff that we have to do, all the stuff I have to do during my day. And oh yeah, I've got to be, you know, back and forth with the boys and school and stuff again. Ah. <sighs> It's weird. It's just getting used to the changing routines again. And that's probably the biggest thing coming out of the pandemic lockdowns and uh, super tight restrictions is that like everybody's world and everybody's like your, your routine changed. Even if like me, my work schedule didn't change. I never other than issues where, oh, I had COVID or I thought I had COVID and I was stuck at home, where my routine didn't change work-wise, but my home routine changed because the boys weren't going to school on campus or they were going to school, but it was different schedules or all of the things. And so my home schedule changed. My home routines changed for a long time. And so now we're finally getting back to the previous routines and I've got to remember how the fuck to do that. And I think that's what I'm, I think that's what's getting me right now is that I've got to get used to those routines again and the get up, take the boys to school, come back home, go the fuck back to sleep. Otherwise, I'm not going to sleep, you know, get shit done <laughs> because if I don't, I'm going to do like I've been doing the last couple of days where I stayed up and either my wife and I were running around, you know appreciating that we actually got to run around together without kids because that never happens but running around together doing stuff or sitting up all afternoon playing video games because i don't have any kids bugging me and it just so happens my wife was stuck in training meetings all day so what was i going to do i wasn't going to talk to her i wasn't going to do anything she wasn't coming at she didn't i feel bad for it she didn't have shit for breaks just stuck in meetings all day so what do i do i sit there playing zelda all day like all fucking day <laughs> the controller i needed to charge the controllers after i i did that because i was playing fucking zelda all day and i still feel like i haven't accomplished shit <laughs> but it's a fucking fun game i love it it's great there's so much to do and so much to see and it's a beautiful game 
as long as you don't expect like hyper reality, because they don't do that in the Zelda series. It's just not the style, the art style or any of that. But it's a beautiful game and the music is great and the sound design is amazing. And I think as a podcaster and somebody who edits podcasts and somebody who sits there focusing on audio all the time, you really start to appreciate the sound design in a game and little things like the, the horses and the, 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 the clacking of their shoes on the different surfaces and, and just the, the, the sound is the, the environment the wind, the grass, all of this stuff. And I realized, again, I'm several years late to this game and everybody who's ever reviewed this game has said the same things. I didn't play this game when it came out. I had to wait for the price to come down on it because I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not spending 70 something dollars for a video game. I don't care how good it is. Hell, I didn't get this, this console for several years. So, man, but I'm, I'm just, I'm loving this game. And there's so much bullshit you can do, just like any open world game. And I I have to go back to comparing it to Skyrim because that's my only other reference for this type of game. I've played so many Zelda games. I love the series. And uh, Ocarina of Time and Twilight Princess are some of my favorite Zelda games. And most people who played Zelda games will agree those are some of the best games. But the when they stepped it up for Breath of the Wild, they stepped it up to infinity. And I don't know how, because there's there's already trailers coming out for a sequel. I don't know what they're going to do to expand on this, but this game is so deep. It is amazing. And again, the sound design is just amazing. And the little environmental changes and things like, you know, in, in Skyrim, there's weather. There might, there's, there's seasons, there's weather. Mm, for the most part, the weather doesn't really affect you as much as they lead you to believe. Like, yes, if you go into a cold place and you aren't armored properly, and basically you just have to have armor, then you might move slower. Things like that. Why? You're in snow. You move slower. In... Uh, Breath of the Wild, there's a temperature gauge on your display. And if the temperature gets too cold, you start losing health because you're freezing to death. You have to have like cold resistance or cold resistant armor or something. You have to, you know, drink a, a potion to keep your body warm or something to counteract the environment. If you go into the desert and it's too hot, you need to have cooling potions or cooling armor or something. You have to have something to account, you know, to account for the environment in this game. If it's a thunderstorm, which fuck it, it can just start raining and there'll be cloud cover and the, you ever witness rain moving in reality when you'll look and you'll see it is raining over there and that rain is coming at you and then it's raining on you and then the rain moves past and you'll, like where you could literally look across the street and it's not raining across the street, but it's raining on your house. That shit happens in this game. And I actually just witnessed this for the first time because most of the time when I experienced rain in the game so far, it was because I died. <laughs> I died and then I came back and at the time in game where I came back, it was raining right there. 
and then it stopped raining and that was it. Or I moved somewhere else or I died again and it was no longer raining when I came back. But there was a point today where I was playing and the storm basically, while I was doing a thing in an area, a storm moved in, rained, and then moved on. And I was like, oh, it stopped raining. And then I ran back over to where my horse was and it was raining on my horse. And I realized, like, I look up in the game and look up at the sky and realize, oh, the clouds are just moving and raining. I was like, they really got into it with the detail of the weather in this game. And because this is the kind of person I am, I there's a few things where I like looked up YouTube video tutorials of, hey, where's, you know, good things to start with. And hey, when you first start, you know, here's some tips and tricks to make the game a little easier to manage so you're not going in completely blind. And so I was watching some of those. And of course, now YouTube's feeding me a million and one Zelda Breath of the Wild videos, but it's okay because I'm a nerd like that. But one of the things that they said was, if you're ever stuck in a rainstorm, do not wear anything metal because you'll be struck by lightning. <laughs> right? You're, it, it's one of the features of this game is that everything has that sort of realistic element to it. So if you are stuck in a lightning storm and you have a metal sword on your back or metal armor or whatever, you are now a lightning rod. So you need to be wearing cloth armor and you need to be, you know, using wooden weapons because there's, you can use a, you can pick up a fucking stick or a wooden club in this game and use it as a weapon because your weapons degrade and break and things like that. So you've got to be, you have to be strategic about what weapons you carry, what weapons you have equipped, what weapons you use in what order, what armor you're wearing, what you can, you know, all these little details about all the things that you can do and customize and change and adjust and carry and how you play. All these little details matter in this game. And it's so crazy because I'm not a huge open world RPG type player. I'm not, you know, Skyrim was really my big, like, now, I, like, I've played, like I said, all these other Zelda games, but they aren't really open world. So they're, for the most part, very linear. Yeah, you can run around and do stuff, but you can't really run around and do stuff and it matter. You don't have any choice. You don't have a choice, really, in doing the main quest line. You're pretty much there doing the main quest line. And if you're not actively doing the main quest line, you're dicking around. But one way or another, the next thing you have to do is the next thing you have to do. With kind of these open world games like Skyrim and Breath of the Wild, you can open world dick around and do a million and one side quests and never actually do the main storyline because you don't have to have to. Now, if you want to get, you know, finish the storyline, yeah, you got to. There's main, there's the main quest thing you got to do and you got to eventually go and fight the bad guy and do all the things. But you don't have to. You can just play the game without doing any of that shit and just run around and and do puzzles and, and help people find chickens and, and shit like that. You can just do that sort of shit. You can just go and fight fucking goblins all to your heart's delight, however the fuck you want. You can do all that shit and never play the main quest line. You don't have to. I'm a main quest line type of guy in this, mostly for just my, my Zelda-ness of it. But man, this game. Like I said, I don't know how many hours I've put into this game. Probably not much. I probably 
realistically in the like two weeks, maybe I've had it, maybe put in 10, 15 hours total, which I feel it sounds like a lot, but in a in old, and when you're talking about like open world RPG type games and like fantasy games, that's nothing. I think I've probably got five or 600 hours onto uh, Skyrim. Granted, I've had that game for many years, but I've got hundreds upon hundreds of hours on Skyrim. I know most Zelda games, the main quest line is somewhere in the vicinity of 60 to 70 hours, but there are people who will put thousands of hours. I know there are people who have put thousands of hours of playtime into Breath of the Wild because you can. So I'm looking forward to it, but fuck, man. <laughs> I honestly, I'm, I'm probably when I'm done recording this, probably going to go start playing for a little while just to do more shit because I've just went through a whole big process of uh, capturing wild horses because that's a thing you can do in this game. You're not just given a horse. Like if you know every other Zelda game where you've got horses, they just give you a damn horse. In this one, nope. <laughs> you've got to capture them. There are wild horses. You got to sneak up on them and tame wild horses and get them to befriend you and be loyal to you so that you can use them. Otherwise, they're just going to say, fuck you. They're going to go do their own thing. You've got to win over these horses. And so it's a thing and it's a task. And I've, I've, I've acquired a few horses and I'm very happy I've acquired a few horses. And, and again, that's some bullshit you can just do. You can just go fucking tame horses for, to your heart's content. You know, that's what I've been doing right now while also doing main quest line stuff. But man, so much to do. <laughs> and I still think I suck. I've, I, 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 I will say I still probably play this game like a noob, but I want, I like, I want to expand this game and I want to explore so much in this game. But the more I explore, the more I'm like, fuck, I'm going to keep running into shit. I don't know how to do. I'm not ready for this. And I'm going to end up getting myself into trouble and going into places that I'm going to just keep dying. <laughs> but that's part of playing game. That, that's part of gaming. That's part of what you do. You get into trouble. You die. You reload your last save. You die. You reload. You die until you reload that last time and you didn't die. You, you fight that one fucking guy until he stops killing you, until you figure out the what you've got to do to not die fighting that asshole. I fought the same fucking giant rock monster about five times before I finally didn't die. I fought the same stupid evil asshole ninja guy about ten times before I finally didn't die. And I'm still low level. I've only got like, five, I've only picked up like one extra fucking uh, health heart. So I'm still really lame right now. <laughs> I die easily and I have to fight giant rock monsters and shit. So I've, I've, I've got to strategize. I die a lot, <laughs> but it's fun as hell. That that's really it. That is the thing. It is a fun damn game. It's a beautiful game. I so wish I had picked this up years ago. There's so many things I would not have played up to this point. I probably would, like, I'm straight up, I'm going to have to, like, commit time to getting on Animal Crossing so that I don't have cockroaches in my house and I don't have a crap ton of mail and all of the residents of the island saying, where have you been? I miss you so much. Because that already happened to me once when I just hadn't played it in a month. And 
Yeah, I, I could commit the rest of my life to every free minute to playing Breath of the Wild. Well, because I'm that guy. But it it just sucks you in. So if you never hear from me again, I'm probably sitting down playing Zelda. Just saying. Speaking of not hearing from me again, I think I'm going to wrap it up because I went on way too long about stuck in traffic school bullshit. That's not where I wanted the show to go, but I don't want to re-record everything. So, one last thing. Thank you to Moxie Labouche from Your Brain on Facts for trusting me with her audio. She actually got to edit an episode of Your Brain on Facts, and she said I didn't fuck it up, so I'm, I'm really happy I didn't fuck up her show. <laughs> Because any podcaster knows when you've worked on your show for long enough, you start getting touchy about other people touching your audio. So thank you to Moxie for trusting me. But that all said, you can find me at oddetapodcast.com where you can subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast listening platform. If you can't, let me know where you want to listen and I will try to get there. Of course, you can find me at Odd Dad Out on all the social media places. Any questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, just want to yell at me, show at odddadoutpodcast.com or 516-636-7631. That's 516-OTOPOD1. Of course, there's the Facebook group and all the things. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something because I feel really rusty and it's late and I'm tired and I want to go play video games, so... <laughs> until next week oddballs i've got so many stories for you trust me i do thank you and good night <laughs>